Welcome to the Live Fit Listens podcast, a safe space of growth, personal development, and overall wellness with your host, Olivia Catania. Diving into the realms of all things health, conscious living, mental expansion, and much more, this podcast is designed to help you evolve into your best self and live fit. Let's get into the show. Hello, you guys. What's going on? Welcome back to the podcast. Happy episode 36. I hope everyone had a good previous week weekend and their week has been off to a good start. I'm sorry about this late episode. I last minute decided to go to Jackson Hole, Wyoming to visit my older sister, which if you follow me on Instagram, I kind of gave a heads up that there wasn't that the episode I guess this week was going to be late. So if you don't follow me on Instagram, I definitely recommend going over to Live Fit on Instagram because that's kind of where I'll be able to post more instantaneous updates and things like that. I wish there was more ways to communicate via like the podcast platforms. Like there really is nothing unless you just give out a whole entire episode. You know what I mean? Like even on YouTube, there's a community post. Like if you really need to say something in that moment or like YouTube stories, you know, but nevertheless, that's where I was this past weekend. I last minute decided to go up and I was really indecisive of deciding whether or not I should go this past weekend because I you that like the weekends are when I record my podcasts that's when like usually Saturday or Sundays when I'm writing the episode recording it editing it it's my my weekend work and so I knew I didn't have an episode prepared or anything I didn't get ahead of work this past week but I haven't seen my older sister in so long and it was my mom's my mom's birthday is actually today and um, my mom was going up to visit her for the first time since she moved here out west and so I thought it kind of was going to be a perfect time to go and I wouldn't have had that opportunity for again for a while and I just want to spend some time with my family. So that's where I was this past weekend and why the episode was late and that is honestly what I'm grateful for for this episode was just being able to go to Jackson Hole and spend that time with my older sister and my mom because we usually aren't together the three of us especially we haven't been in a long time so that was special and it's very apparent that all of us are kind of been working on healing in our own ways and I it's kind of crazy and very interesting to kind of see our childhood trauma if you will not to get deep but to get deep as always this is the podcast this is what we talk about here. It just is very apparent that we kind of have all gone through healing and it's very cool to see our dynamic kind of be able to come into more unison and harmony little by little by little. Like again, it is not perfect. We have our problems, but it definitely, I just noticed things that would have caused a blow up previously, like kind of was able to blow over, which was really good. Side note, but I was thinking, because I've always struggled to kind of feel like what is live fit like what even is my niche on social media when people ask me what I do I'm like it's kind of like because I don't classify myself as an influencer I feel like I've said this over and over like I don't feel like I'm you know like the brand I'm pushing a brand like a narrative for a way of life is and that's live fit and so I'm kind of like it's like personal development self-improvement you know fitness health wellness but why know what I really decided our niche is I feel like live fit is the niche of healing like that's what I feel like every single thing that I preach like I I don't know just the other day it hit me I was like everything goes back to just healing like yes we're trying to get to our best selves and in order to do that all that is is like just requiring us to heal like I feel like that's what it takes. This is a whole other episode, but it's just us healing to come back to our true best, most authentic self. 
and I don't know, just the other day I was like, that's it. That is the freaking niche is healing. And I just really resonated with that. I feel like every single episode we could argue that it goes back to the same intention to have us all heal. Also, I'm recording this later at night. So if you're watching on YouTube, I do know that it's darker than normal. I'm hoping I can fix this in post-production so it's a little bit brighter. It should be okay. But that's just a heads up because I usually... I don't know. It's not even like that late and it's still blue skies, but the room is very dark. Nevertheless, for this episode, I wanted to talk about the human ego. You guys know I love this word. I feel like every episode I'm touching on it because I feel like, again, since ever since like fully wholeheartedly wholeheartedly grasping and understanding the true concept of the human ego I've realized how much of everything in life goes back to it a and b how much of our everyday struggles and our struggles and hardships that happen in our common day human society is always usually almost always going back to the human ego like I at least now when I when I'm like critically thinking about things and I ask myself why 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 it always goes back to the human ego so much of like the pain and the trouble that we're enduring and go through I guess in our everyday I feel like you could always argue goes back to the constant war and the greed for power control and like the need to be correct the need to be right and I personally believe like the goal in life, like I truly feel, I always say I feel like one of the purposes and our missions on here, like in this human experience is to grow and learn and overcome. And with that completely hand in hand, I think a huge reason why we are here in this human experience is to learn how to let go of that human ego and minimize the ego as much as possible and become aware of it so that we don't blindly so blindly just get taken over by it and kind of get possessed for lack of a better term and just kind of live on autopilot underneath our ego by having our ego be in the driver's seat and I know there's so many facets to this whole entire concept that we're about to kind of dive deep into and I know I won't be able to nail all of the points and all the facets so feel free to leave your thoughts and comments anything that you want to add in the YouTube comments below for all my YouTube familia people on Spotify or Apple Music or Google Podcast. I'm sorry that there isn't an open conversation floor, but if you want to add some two cents, you can hop over and comment on YouTube. Basically, I just want to start with kind of reviewing what the ego is a little bit. I also have another episode, really early episode. I'm not sure which number, but it is called the higher self versus the ego. I think it's episode four. It's like super in the very, very beginning. What started it all. Still one of my best episodes. I love that one. And so that's kind of, if you want more details, I really go in depth about what the ego is in comparison to the higher self, but I just want to review it a little bit. So I think the most simplistic way to describe the ego is this, because I know growing up, at least for me, and before I kind of truly dove into personal development, which then led me to spirituality, which led me down the rabbit hole of books and self-expansion and higher consciousness and all this sort of stuff, I kind of was taught, I guess, and had the had the understanding that the ego was when someone was like, was cocky. Like I thought ego equaled equaled cocky and that was it. Like it meant that someone felt like they were better than someone and that was all it is. And that is a facet of the ego. I think I said this also in a recent episode that is a facet of the ego, but it's not the only It's not the ego in its entirety. So I think the best way and the way that I personally like to teach the ego is that the ego is our shadow self, which this was also something I really struggled to digest 
literally as as recent as last summer, a year ago from like this timeline, I was kind of always and again I think this is a form of kind of the way that I would cope with the trauma in my childhood I would I definitely am someone to kind of turn a blind eye and be like what do you mean like everything's fine or like kind of force myself to see the positives of it which I think of the situation which is a good thing has its strengths but it also of course as with everything kind of has its downsides and that was that carried over to kind of how I saw everyone in humanity I was like no everyone is only good like there's light within us there is only light we don't have dark within us like we are we are all truly good beings and I do truly believe that everyone truly has like a I want to say a neutral soul I don't really even want to go down this rabbit hole I was just talking about this this past weekend but I guess I feel like everyone has a neutral soul but we and we do have a shadow version of ourselves and a light portion of who we are. I think I was so against the term of shadow self because I, to me that was like we have evil and just pure evil hearted nature within us. And in my interpretation, again, I don't want to speak like I know the absolute truth. This is my reality, my truth, my interpretation and my perception that I just would like to share. So to me, the shadow self is, isn't standing for the fact that we have pure evil within us to me the shadow self is just simply the unhealed version of us the ego is just all of that programming that doesn't serve us the ego is honestly your your unhealed inner child it's how all of your trauma manifests truly it's where your attachment lies your you know your, your need to kind of cling on to form and certain putting things in certain categories and putting things in boxes the ego kind of is there to make us feel safe and in in a familiar environment but I think kind of understanding that really allowed me to accept the concept of the shadow self because it does make a lot of sense like I do feel like everyone has trauma whether it's acute trauma or more severe trauma whatever the case may be which in reality someone's pain is pain like it's kind of hard to compare it to someone else's because again your perception is completely your reality so basically your shadow self is just the unhealed version of you it's not evil it's just the hurt version of you and think about when you were a kid right and someone was upset and they're and they would kind of you would throw a temper tantrum or if you're babysitting someone and the kid throws a temper tantrum they're not evil right it's not pure evil within them it's not pure badness I don't think that's a, you know, what I'm trying to say. It's not bad. It's, it's, it's their hurt. They're upset. They need comfort and care, but our unhealed version of ourselves don't know how to cope with those emotions or rejection or feeling isolated or all of whatever the case may be, shame, guilt, jealousy. We don't know how to cope with those things slash certain programmings led us to making us feel like we need to feel a certain way. And we've lacked the awareness to know how to navigate through those things and and so that's kind of where our shadow self is. That's kind of how I, how I visualize everything. Just saw three, three, three on my camera clock. And so to me, the more that we are fully aware of the ego, the more we are able to then be able to identify it. And you know, I always like to say this and create space from it. So then we don't identify with it and act from it in that sub 
you know, unconscious autopilot mode, like I said previously to start off the episode. So the more that we can become aware and identify it, the more that we're like, okay, that's our ego. I'm going to observe it and create space, but I'm not going to let it consume me and I'm not going to get engulfed by it and overtaken by it. So I think that's really where the big difference is. And my biggest problem with the ego, which is the biggest reason why I wanted to create this whole entire episode today, is when it kind of melts into that lane of when something is better than or that kind of hierarchy or someone is right or wrong or that comparison scale with with judgment and like putting people and things into categories of right and wrong, yes and no, better than, less than, right? And I think there's also a common misconception with judgment. I think judgment is a natural thing that we do as humans. And I think that judgment doesn't always have to be deemed as bad because if you think about it, a judgment is just simply, I guess your, your observation of what's going on paired with your opinion of said observation, right? So I think overall a judgment is normal. We're human. We're going to create that judgment to say, oh, do I accept that? Do I agree with that? Is that something I resonate with or not? But I think the problem with judgment is when it's like, oh, you're wrong and you're less than because you believe in X, you do Y or whatever the case may be. I think a better word for judge for the judgment that I'm kind of, I guess, well, how do I want to say this? The, a better word for like neutral judgment and kind of like fair, kind judgment is observation is how I want to see it. Like, because I kind of feel like I do this a lot. I'm a people watcher. I'm constantly watching people do things, but I'm not in my head. Like, why is she wearing that? What is she doing? Why did she just put the menu down like that? Like, that was so weird. It's more like, oh, okay, she put the menu down like that. That's interesting. Oh, look what she chose to wear for her pants today. Like stuff like that, where it's more like, they're completely neutral. It's just me almost digesting and processing my current reality that's in front of me. And that's a side note, but that's just kind of my opinion on judgment. But again, back to what I'm saying, the biggest problem with ego is that we feel the need to kind of put that right and wrong better than less than hierarchy. And this is so freaking common. I see this all the time over and over and over again. And it just kind of really, it rubs me the wrong way. And it's more so just because I want more people to spread awareness because usually when it shows up is when people are completely unaware that that is still their ego showing through. They think that they are acting from an ego-free state, but since they think they're acting from an ego-free state or a higher consciousness state, that in and of itself is making them feel like they are better than the, someone else in their environment, which is then, ironically, making them act from their egoic state of mind. Let me give you an example. The most common way that I see this, honestly, is in the spiritual world with people who think that they, since they are, quote unquote, more spiritually woke, they are better than someone else, which I like to say is the most hypocritical thing. And it is so ironic and is basically an oxymoron in and of itself. And like, for example, if someone, if two people believe in two different things, kind of what I'm saying when the ego will manifest in the way that it thinks it's better than someone, but it doesn't, but it pretends like it's still being all accepting, but it's not like is when you're, let's say two people are discussing their religious beliefs and you're like, okay, like the Mormons believe that, which that's okay. They can believe that, but I don't believe that. And then like in your heart and in your actual mind, you're like, they believe that because they're, you know, like I believe this and that's why I'm better than them. But you're kind of saying out loud, like, oh, they believe that and that's okay. When really you're only saying that to validate the fact that you don't and that's why you're better than them. 
do you kind of see what I'm saying? It's super minute and it's super, it's underlying, but it's, it's still a way that the ego lives on within us when we think that we've conquered it when really it's just a different manifestation of the ego. And like I'm saying, same thing with spirituality, someone who can feel quote unquote, very spiritually woke and talks to someone who also feels like they're a spiritual individual, but let's say they don't meditate every day. That person who does meditate every day could be like, oh yeah, they're really into spirituality, but like they still don't meditate every day. Like, but that's okay. Like they're still learning, but they kind of still have that condescending nature and viewpoint that in and of itself is the ego because it's fueling off of the fact that it feels better than the other person. And so do you see that kind of irony there? Like in spirituality can turn into an egoic thing because you feel more quote unquote woke or more conscious than the collective. But since you feel that way, you are just simply in that loop of acting from your ego. And so I think just being aware of this, like I just really want everyone to kind of have this awareness and really pay attention to how you feel when you're speaking to other people. Do you kind of feel that you're always kind of trying to classify and categorize people to say who's better than or who's less than X, Y, Z? Why are you better than then? Why are they better than you? All that sort of stuff, because that truly is your ego talking. Even if you think and you're kind of, you know, you're un- you're unconscious of it and you think that you're allowing people to be different, but you're just allowing them because you know that they're wrong in your mind that's the ego like when you're truly acting from a place of higher consciousness in your higher self I feel like I'm kind of talking in a circle so bear with me here but when you're truly acting from your higher self and higher consciousness you that is where unconditional love lies that's where pure acceptance lies that's where you don't feel like no matter what your belief is no matter what your because you all everyone needs to remember newsflash even for me I'm really passionate about my spiritual stance but I'm very well aware that that is Simply, it only it makes sense to me. I resonate with it, and that is what's shaping my truth and my reality and my perception. I could argue to someone till I'm blue in the face about what I believe. If I'm arguing with someone who's, we could be arguing till we're blue in the face with someone who practiced Hinduism. And at the end of the day, I could feel like I am correct to my very core, but that's because that is simply my perception. It is my reality. I talk about this basically every single episode. What you believe is how you perceive your whole entire reality, no matter what is actually going on in the physical world, because everything is constantly getting filtered through your senses, your perceptions, what you believed, your opinions, your culture, right? So there is really no quote unquote truth, even if someone feels like because I just had this conversation with someone today they're like yeah well someone could have a belief but it's not the actual truth and that's when I say well what is the truth and they'll tell me the truth and I say they tell me their truth I should say and that's when I say that is your truth and your perception of reality and that's why you deem for it to be true that's why you feel for it to be true to your core and this is what I mean when I say everything in life is so relative and, and subjective and why I feel why I personally love my version of spirituality because it gives so much free flowing room for everyone to kind of sink into what they believe in without boundaries or borders. I feel like everything else kind of has so many flaws, I guess, or not flaws, pardon, more so like holes, I guess, or contradictory nature. And I'm kind of getting off on a side tangent here. Go freaking figure. This is what happens when I don't write a strict outline, but I kind of like it this way. But The thing is, is like the ego finds so much comfort and validation from feeling better than everyone else. And the reason is because it makes them feel more accepted. Why? 
that's because, like I said previously, how the ego is kind of your hurt. It's the manifestation of your hurt and unhealed inner child. Because think about it, that hurt, unhealed inner child craves acceptance, right? That That's why it's, heal, un, that's, excuse me, that's why it has trauma. That's why it's unhealed is because it's craving acceptance. It's been hurt. It's been rejected. It's been, you know, pushed out. It's been left out in the cold. It has been lacked of love, right? So the unhealed inner child is how it it was taught to be accepted. And so the unhealed inner child is taught right through its experiences growing up through its conditioning growing up that it's taught to be accepted once it has beat out other people it's it learned that its worthiness their love their value is earned through outside action and image rather than just simply being a birthright because they have a pulse because they have a heart because they're an energetic life form like That is where everything is always constantly stemming back to is like that hurt inner child, which manifests as the ego, which is what I'm talking about in one way or another. It's always going back to that hurt, unhealed inner child is craving acceptance. And in order to finally feel that acceptance, it needs to feel like it has it is better than other people because it has been taught through trauma and poor repetition that its worthiness, love, and value is only something that can be earned through outside action and an image rather than a birthright. I just wanted to repeat that to really truly let that sink in because it really is something that's really powerful once you truly understand that and digest that. It really makes sense of a lot of things, even in in lower vibrational behavior that I'm sure that every single one of us participates in. Reasons why we act out, reasons why we feel inferior from other people, the reasons why we feel triggered, like it almost is always going back to our ego, which is essentially our unhealed inner child from early, early, early stages of our lives. And It doesn't have to be, I guess, your inner child. It can be even something recently, but it's still just kind of those those times in life where we weren't treated with unconditional love that caused trauma and inflicted pain on us that was still never unhealed and I guess put to rest and in a place where you found closure. And again, there's so many different directions I could have taken this episode, but that was the biggest thing that was really on my heart is just I want everyone to do what they can and do their best to be aware of when their, you know, egoic mind is coming through and when you're acting out of your egoic mind. Because like I said, so many people are trying to do the right thing and live, I guess, what they know as the best and right and most truthful life, right? Which is what the best that everyone can do, right? Is live their own truth in the best way that they know how. But just please keep in mind that that in doing so, that doesn't make you better than other people who aren't living life in the same truth that you are. And that's kind of, again, what I was getting back to with that religion, just example, because I feel like it's the easiest, clear example. But like even for the gym, let's say someone who's like, okay, someone goes to the gym five days a week. Someone goes twice a month. They're like, yeah, that's okay. Like do what works for them. But deep down, you're like, yikes, like at least I know how to take care of myself. Boom. That's the ego. And it's little, little things like that. Like this is, that's what I'm saying. It's like something that's so underlying that not everyone is aware of. Like it's like just those little voices and it doesn't seem like the biggest deal, but that is how the ego is constantly just like lingering in our mind. And think about how little of a comment that is in your head with other people. Think about how little those comments are that are going to be made towards yourself from your egoic mind that are hindering you from living your best life, living a life free of fear, living your life free of 
unconditional love and stepping into a life of love and conditional and unconditional love, excuse me, and truly living your best life with pure acceptance for yourself and for others. And I think that's also, that is the, the, awful caveat in my opinion is the ego it's like you think that how do I want to say this it's kind of like the double-edged sword of the ego like now that I'm realizing it because you think that you know you're at you only feel that way towards other people or you the ego I guess can gas you up in a way right but the ego can also 100% tear you down and that's the thing of it and that's that double-edged sword which I'm talking about because for example someone doesn't go to the gym five days a week like you do, you're like, that's fine. Like do it works for them. But in your head, you're like, sheesh, like at least I know how to take care of myself and like have the discipline to do so. Boom. That's the ego, but it gassed you up. But now on the contrary, you go to the gym five days a week and now you're staring at yourself in the mirror and you still don't like the way that you look because you're only going to the gym five days a week to make you feel like you're worthy and validated and that you're worth something and that someone you're now, you know, someone now can love you because you're someone who goes to the gym and now you're staring at the mirror, picking yourself apart and you just hear your ego saying you're still not skinny enough. Your butt is still flat. You have no boobs. Why do your arms look like that? Where's your waistline? Boom. That's the ego. And it's awful. I don't want to say that to trigger anyone, but I'm just saying like that, that is that egoic voice that's in our head that again, is that subconscious programming or whether that's, you know, that unhealed inner child. If you got bullied as a kid because of your body, or if your dad said something to you that's stuck in your head. Another thing, you guys, this unhealed trauma, so many people think that, you know, substantial childhood trauma needs to be something major like that. You were sexually assaulted trigger warning that you, you know, someone, a very loved one passed away. All these awful, awful things that I don't even like voicing. But so many people think that 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 is, you have to have a trauma to that magnitude to have it constitute as a trauma, which is not true. And sometimes you guys, the most harmful traumas are the most subtle ones because they, you aren't even aware of them. So it's kind of this underlying current that constantly is there that you can never truly identify to then heal from slash, you know, overcome or remove from your life. I think sometimes when the trauma is so big or so obvious, you kind of, I like, trust me, I'm not trying to demean or belittle anyone, but sometimes it can be a little bit, I don't even want to say it's easier, but since you can actually identify it because it's more obvious, you can work through it. I think you, you see what I'm getting at. So some people who seem to have the picture perfect childhood, but their mom would always make, you know, two cents comments to them when they came downstairs wearing something too tight to school. And it's like, are you really going to wear that? Like it's really showing a lot of your stomach, whatever the case may be, or someone who's like, you can't dress like that because they want to portray a certain image to the neighbors, the Joneses, whatever the case may be. Little, little, little things like that. Teach someone to say, oh, okay, I can't be my true authentic self because that is not acceptable. And that's what it is. That's how little these little nudges can be. And to me, when I think about all this stuff, I'm like, this is why it's so important. Like I think of, I basically every day think about the word choice that I would need to, to parent my children correctly. But you know, again, these things aren't also bad. Like these aren't to say that you should be resentful towards your parents because a, everything is always up to, you know, the way you interpret them and your perception. So it's not like your parents intended to hurt you with these words. A lot of the times it was their also generational trauma that they just didn't heal from. It is something that they learned from their parents who learned that from their parents slash 
oftentimes I think they're doing the right thing and protecting you by telling you these things because they learn that that's what's safe for them growing up. So it's all these things. So it's not something to make you feel resentful towards your childhood about. It's just something for you to become aware of and say, oh, for some reason I was triggered by that, which is okay. And it made me have this perception for whatever reason, which is okay. I'm just going to make that decision now as an adult to reprogram that, have the awareness of it and look at it from this viewpoint instead in a way that actually serves me instead of in a way that's deteriorating me in the background, you know? So you can pretty much always identify the ego by A, like I'm saying, if you feel like you're better than someone for doing something else, even if it feels like a down-to-earth action, boom, that is the ego. If you're experiencing really negative self-talk, that is your ego. If you're feeling like you're unworthy to deserve a certain job title or deserve someone to actually treat you and correctly and put in genuine effort in a relationship that is the ego speaking if you're feeling fearful that you're not going to be accepted by a new group of people when you go to hang out with them because you're not going to be seen as cool or good enough that is the ego speaking the ego is going to do what it it can to keep you safe and comfortable if you're feeling scared to go move to your dream city because you don't know what's going to happen that is your egoic mind your higher self, your higher consciousness, right? Your higher level of operation, a high vibration. That is when you feel free to push borders, to expand, right? To evolve, to move forward, to put yourself out there, to meet new people, to apply for the new job, to to look in the mirror and see someone that you actually love and are proud of for who they are beyond just what they look like. That is someone who is operating from their higher self. And also it's someone who can look at someone who's believe something completely different from them, who, who chooses to loot, to live, I guess, a conventional text book, lower vibrational way of life, if you will, and still not pass judgment in the sense of feeling like they are losers. They are someone who will never live up to the way that I am. I'm a better person because they are living a lower vibrational life. Again, that's egoic behavior. Someone from their higher consciousness will look at everyone, no matter what life they are living, respect the choice that that person chose to live their life and look at them with unconditional love and acceptance and be able to, you know, move on with their own life and stay in their own lane. Something, a character trait that I think I value, I mean, I value a lot of character traits, but one in particular is humility. I love humility. I think it is so important. And I think that's what this whole entire podcast episode in its entirety is really trying to argue here is the beauty and importance and the power of true humility. And to me, like that's something I personally don't ever want to lose. And I think if more people acted from humility, again, I think there would be more harmony and peace between everyone else because I think people would be able to respect other people's decisions and positions in life from a place of just unconditional love and acceptance, like I'm saying. So with that being said, the affirmation for this episode is, it's a long one. I step out of my egoic mind and into my higher consciousness with unconditional love, humility, and respect for others. I step out of my egoic mind and into my higher consciousness with unconditional love, humility, and respect for others. I love you guys so much. Thank you guys for watching. I hope this episode made made a little bit of sense. Sometimes after I record a podcast, I'm like, did that hit? I'm not sure. So we'll see when I actually edit this, when I 
listen to it back because sometimes when I'm just talking, I'm just talking and it's not like registering. So hopefully this is coming together in a coherent message and that it is resonating and that you could take some sort of value and lesson from this. Um, bigger, biggest thing is don't think you're better than someone else because it just drives me freaking crazy when people are like, oh, I'm doing X, Y, Z. So I'm a good person. And like, that's fine. But like, that just means like I'm better than someone else. Like, oh, because they're not living life the same way. I'm just like, bro, come on now, you know? So anyways, I love you guys so much. Thank you guys for watching and listening. If you enjoyed it, I would love for you to share it on your story. Leave a rating or review. Helps his sister out so freaking much. Thank you guys so much. I'm feeling tired now. I feel, I don't know. Okay, I'm going to go. I love you guys. <laughs> Bye.